Oh my. No my. Hi there, my. Welcome to Two To Do Podcast with your host, Fine. And Grave Kyora. This afternoon, this beautiful Wednesday afternoon, we've got something very special for you. If you aren't watching us on the vigils, you're a chump. But if you are, then you'll plainly see that we're in a new environment here. We're in um, a very respectable restaurant here on Te Wharanga or Waikato Grounds. And we've got a very special guest. And I'm going to let the brother Crave run through who he is. Fine, we have one of the strongest members here at the University of Waikato, a backbone of the Waikato Students' Union, a significant member of the volleyball squad, I tell you that much. And this man, he has looks that kill, but he has a heart of gold. Fano, please welcome to the forum, Sterling. You, you dropped the ball on his last name, but all goods. No, no, no. I didn't drop the ball because I would like to bro because I have respect for his name. Can you please tell us what your last name is? So my name is Sterling Mangele Fatuamaka. Mm. Yeah, that's understandable. You know, it's a bit of a mouthful. So it is as it is. Beautiful, beautiful, brother. So yeah, just to reiterate to those out there, we are here at the Don Lewin Bar, also known as the Don. So f- before we start... Thank you very much to the staff here. Aye, kia ora. Really appreciate it. For letting us record today. And now, on to our proceedings. My bro, we're just going to give you the forum here to please explain to those who you are. Ooh, who I am? Uh, I am a 21-year-old uh, Samoan Nguyen student who was born and raised in South Auckland, uh, currently in my third year of a Bachelor of Arts in the double major of Political Science and Sociology. Oh, yeah, I'm also part of the WSU, uh, the support team, um, part of the advocacy. So I just help students um, whenever they need support. And I'm also a student ambassador for the university as well. So I've been doing quite a lot of school visits. Ooh. Cool. Right here. Kia ora. Oh, I'm going to take this time, Mr. Maangele Fatua Maka. First time. been practicing. Yo, straight up. I'm going to take this time, my brother, to ask you a few questions, my G. Um, just about... You, nothing, nothing too serious, bro, but what's it like um, coming into this this university environment compared to where you're from? So I think that's a great place to where we start, bro. Where are you from and like, um, what environment was this lovely person um, growing up in? Ooh, uh, so I was raised in South Auckland, Mangere East, mm. uh, 275. Um, that place is a pretty rough place, but it's also a real communal place. So you'll see a lot of love, a lot of support, um, a lot of brown people. So you see a lot of me everywhere. So <laughs> it's just so sweet, you know. Um, great thing is is that I came down with uh, a couple of the brothers that were from where I'm from. Mm. Yeah, so we graduated high school together and we made the trip down here. So then that transition was way easier. Uh, the hardest thing is obviously saying goodbye to my mum. But, uh, you know, it's the challenges that make you better. Mm. Here I am today. Mean. Wow. And my bro, so we, did you grow up in South Auckland? All your life? Yeah, yeah, all my life, 18 years, and then uh, never really stepped outside of South Auckland and then came mm. down here to Hamilton. Oh, so, uh, and going off of that is, because your, your, your last name is not really well known to me because it sounds very, very distinctly Polynesian. Where did your family roots come from? So my nana came from Samoa, mm. and then my uh, my nana on my mum's side, so that's my Samoan side, and then 
my grandfather on my Nguyen side also came from Nui. So they were both freshies coming over, set their roots down in South Auckland, and then that's where the Mangale Fatsuo Makatu started. Mm. And and what a beautiful name you have too, bro. And I'm just wondering, um, do you do you know what it means, brother? And can you explain that to us? Oh, I, I take a lot, quite a lot of pride in my name. So I was named Sterling, which is one of the streets that used to be in South Auckland. So that was the street that my Nguyen grandfather kind of settled in. So all of the Nguyen side that I come from all were born and raised, like all the OGs, you know, the aunties and the uncles. All the OGs were raised on Sterling Street. So that name has a lot of significance to my Nguyen family. Mm. Uh, Mangele is my mother's name. So I have my father's name and my mother's name hyphenated because of the roles they both played in my life. So I was mostly raised by my mother. So I always give her that praise. And so that's why I carry that name with her. And I'm the, also the only boy of five sisters. So I'm going to be, you know, one of the biggest carriers with the name going down. So, yeah. That's the one, bro. That's the one. Now, my brother, you mentioned your mother um, recently and you said it was tough saying goodbye. So I'm going to imagine that she had some amazing input into your life growing up, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I attribute everything that I am and that I could be to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously... Uh, without her, I wouldn't be anywhere. Um, common understanding of where I come from is it takes a village to raise the boy. Mm. And so, you know, my village is strong and they're tight. Uh, my best friends are all my sisters. And so I have a really close relationship with my mom. So obviously saying goodbye to her and my sisters, although it's only like an hour, an hour and a half away, you know, that distance is still enough. You know, it's significant enough for me to miss out on... Um, just you know the day-to-day life that's what keep you know the family connected yeah bro and as they as they say distance makes the heart grow fonder bro so i i uh come and speculate with that facado of yours bro and um fully mihi to your your love for your whanau as you say it it takes a village to grow a boy and i think they grew a fine gentleman sitting next to us today um crave my bro uh i think it's about time we switch over to you yeah my bro so um we've we've talked about the foundations now brother we want to go into the schooling your schooling life what was it like being in uh, the beautiful South Auckland and where'd you go to school in those areas? Oh, so um, primary school, I went to, you know, the top school. If you, if you ask anybody, they don't <laughs> shop. So I went to Papatoi Toi North. <laughs> <laughs> Papatoi Toi North, you know, we, we were pretty um, world renowned, I'd say. You know, a lot, a lot of credible people came from their school, myself included, obviously. Mm. Uh, I went to Intermediate, uh, Kedgley Intermediate, which is just up the road. Yes, killed up. Um, Kedgley was... <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough place, you know. You know <laughs> a couple of times, you know, threatening to get stabbed. Some other seeing some other people get stabbed. You know, the little scissors, the little paper safe scissors. Mm. See someone get stabbed in the head with that, then cut them. <laughs> the, the intent was there, you know. It's the just, <laughs> it's just casually fuck. That's all I know. <laughs> that, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it was still a loving communal place, you know. Obviously, people yes, had their grievances, grievances and stuff, but mm. still the community and support was there, you know. Oh, and then I went to the prestigious school, uh, St. Aurelius Collegiate, or just known oh. as Aurelius You went Aurelius AC? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Kelda. I went to St. Aurelius Collegiate and um, just kind of just breezed through the years. Uh, what crazy story about me ending up here at university was uh, year 13. I was about two weeks out from dropping out of school because mm. I just found all of that kind of tedious and boring. Yep. You know, I was kind of on that... Um, that mula grind, you know. I uh, made some money previously in the summer and I just loved what that kind of independence gave me. So uh, I had the thought just to just drop out, make some money and then jump into a course later on. But the two brothers that I came down here with kind of convinced me just to come to the Wakato Open Day just as a justified day of wagging. And I was like, oh, yo, fuck no. 
the fuck am I from there, yo, yo? And then um, ended up coming to the university and ended up seeing the experience and how different it was to the kind of learning I was kind of used to at high school, which was, you know, you sit in the classroom, teacher tells you what to do, you do it and that. And uh, you're writing in your books, and it's like um, kind of like helicopter parenting, mm-hmm. how they just over your shoulder and stuff. Uh, I kind of really like the independence that the university students had, and how you have to take account for your own responsibilities. That being, you know, <laughs> the tuition fees are too fucking expensive. <laughs> you know, you're paying like 800, 900 paper, so yes. that's pretty expensive. So that all comes out your own pocket at the end of the day. So that kind of responsibility matures you. And all of these kind of um, things I took into consideration really swayed my mind and ended up um, enrolling to Wakato. Mean, bro. So it was that. So it was the responsibility war that attracted you to being, you know, this independent fellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's only so much you can learn by being in the nest. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I just needed to fly the coop. And uh, just wanting to take a step back, brother. So you're saying in high school you wanted to drop out because you're over the tedious lifestyle. What were you wanting to go into if you left high school? So if I left high school, um, the only thing that would really be available to me would kind of be, uh, you know, the 10 to 12 hour shifts of the Hivers gear. Mm. If you know what I'm talking about, laborers, uh, factory workers, all of that type of stuff. So that was the most readily uh, available option to me. But I understood that um, I was quite confident in my intelligence. So I knew that that was just kind of uh, a stepping stone just for a couple of years of my life, just to have some fun and, you know, muck around with it. And then afterward, go into a course. I was looking at doing some um, mechanical or civil engineering. Mm. Uh, and then um, I just want you to highlight it to us, brother, because I know my colleague can agree with me. We're both not from big city, city areas. And then Auckland's like the biggest city in the country. Like, is there, is there some lifestyle out there in South Auckland which are not really like made available for us to understand so like is it really difficult like is it very impoverished as they say is there a lot of gang violence in South Auckland can you just uh, build off of all that um one thing I'd say about the big big difference between Hamilton and South Auckland would be kind of the levels of respect uh in the terms of in South Auckland uh people most often know how expensive words are um, so, you know, you don't really say too much or get caught talking too much shit. Mm. And you're, you're obviously you're quite respectful, at, um, you know, first glances and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's just you're from where I'm from. You know, you're my people, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I, I did see that difference with here in Hamilton where kind of words just fly out uh, a little bit more freely. Um, not understanding how expensive words can be. Because obviously that's something that comes out you can't take back. Ooh, so would you, dang, that's deep. So I want to dive a little bit more into this um, ex, um, words are expensive for Carl, bro. Do you think um, coming over to Hamilton that it's better to for people to speak their mind or do you think that we should be more mindful of when we speak? Ooh, um, from my understanding and from my learning curves, I'd say that there's a fine balance between the two. Obviously, you know, you got to be mindful of what you say, but you can't let that kind of take away from what you can say. Mm. So obviously everyone has a voice and um, Hamilton is a great place for people to be heard. Uh, it's kind of like, um, people. what do people call this? Uh, kind of like a, a pit stop. Because it's you know, like another city before everyone makes their ways um, further down or, you know, to the coasts. So that kind of pit stop is a, is a great way of bringing in a lot of different people. 
and you get a lot of different experiences from everyone as well. Mm. Mm, mean, bro, mean. Um, I want to let's lighten it up a bit because this is that's quite a nice that's quite a nice corridor, bro. Actually, but I want to um, take it to your days at AC, the big old area. I've met a few cats from old area college, and they've had some stories to tell. Very nice followers, very nice followers. I competed against a few of them in my college years in barbershop. But um, what are some stories at AC, bro, that have just carried over to your life today, either as a fond, a funny, or a motivational memory for you? Oh, some some fun memories. Uh, some of the fun memories was uh, after school, you know, all of the boys at the basketball court playing in their full school uniform, you know, the dress pants, the dress shirt and the pointies, but everyone's still going hundies, sweating, playing basketball, like two, three hours after school's yes. finished. You know, that kind of brotherhood was built <laughs> through through all of the blood, sweat and tears on mm. that court. Mm. Would you say you're a bit of a ball in my bro? Uh you know, as much as I would love to, to <laughs> claim and, and, and take ownership of that word, nah, not much, eh? you know, I'm just there to shoot around and talk shit on the court, but have fun while doing it. Oh, hey. Well, do you, do you follow the NBA at least, my bro? Uh, somewhat, somewhat. Uh, followed it more <coughs> intently last year because we, me and the boys entered the NBA Fantasy League. Mm. And uh, obviously, you know, I didn't want to lose, so <laughs> had to had to kind of settle down and, and pay more attention. Yeah, ended up coming second place. So that's that's a dub, I guess. Oh, let let's let's put the let's put the boundaries down right now, brother. Who's your favorite team? Ah, oh, I always get flack for this, but I don't really have a team, mate. I kind of just follow LeBron. Uh, you know, you can't hate me too much. You can't hate too much. You know, he's the goat for a reason. There are a lot of there Ooh. are there are a lot of people Ooh. who are sitting up in their chairs right now, brother. <laughs> just just make sure. Ooh, Le- LeBron the goat. Well, everyone has their flavors. Eh, <laughs> right, well, then let's put it like this, my bro. Who's gonna win the NBA championship this year? If the teams are ready. We are seven days away from regular season starting up. Who was winning the NBA championship? Ah. Uh. As much as I want to say Lakers, I think um, Cavs have a good chance, I guess. Mm, that's an interesting is that, call. Is that an interesting flavor for you, bro? Is that a validated bring back that flavor, or is it? It's it's uh, you go to the supermarket, my bro, and Aye. you have all the nice options like the sprites <laughs> and the fanta's and the cokes and the lollies and, and and the lollies, and then you go out your way to grab. Fizzy sparkling water. <laughs> that is that is what you did. You just, you, just, you grab the fizzy sparkling water. But sometimes fizzy sparkling water is all you need on a Friday or Saturday night just to complement the rest of your night. Yes, yeah, but on yes. a Friday or Saturday night, you do not need a sixty point loss like a like the Cavs will take eventually. <laughs> and um, well, there, my bro. And another another one we're gonna call right now. Who is your MVP? Who's the MVP at the end of the year? Or end of the season. MVP, oh, I reckon that's going to Giannis. Ooh. I mean, people saying his legacy isn't solidified, but have you seen a more dominant player since Shaq? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is, he, is he speaking facts? Because he's speaking me. he's speaking Latin to me, bro. <laughs> he's uh, speaking Latin. Well, to, to me, to my beautiful language, that I reckon that's facts. And I think even Shaq said it. Yeah. Shaq said it yeah. in, in an interview that Giannis is him and this generation. Oh. So that's crazy. And do you know what else is beautiful about this generation? Mm-hmm. This man here going to the University of Waikato, my bro. Indeed. So, so tell us, why did you come here? What what called you to come to this beautiful university? Ooh, um, well, obviously, beside following the, the two brothers that uh, that brought me down here in the first place was kind of the 
the idea of it being close to home but not too close so i have that availability to go home during the weekend you know if i needed that but i also have enough space for me to grow as a person and mm. mature and you know i've been taking a lot of responsibilities living on my own but also having that kind of support net of my family just an hour up the road as well as um i did quite like the political science and sociology degree here and the papers here that they were offering yeah so those were just the uh, the biggest things i had to take into consideration um do the brothers that you follow do you still are they still around today yeah yeah so so the um i live with them yeah, oh mean mean good house of uh seven boys most, most from south Auckland, so we get along quite well uh, those are my brothers who I'm just really excited and happy for to see them walk across the stage once they get capped. Yes, you know. And then uh, next year, me and the rest of the brothers. Um, so you live, you live with this, you live with six other brothers, eh? Um, Crave and I um, can agree that once upon a time that was our dream with our with our uh, brotherhood of brothers. <laughs> no, us <laughs> people, fuck. Yeah, bro. So, um. What's the what's some of the good things of living with a bunch of bros, but also some of the negative things that you've I'm sure found out over the no, years living the, with them. Not the negative things, the harsh realities. Oh, okay, yes, yes. There, there's there's the expectation prior, and then the reality during that you figure out. Oh, so I, I fucking love that that harsh realities, you know. Uh, that that hit that hit. Um, well, one of the harshest realities is expecting everyone to do their part to keep the house clean. <laughs> Oh yes, you know, uh, flooding. You're taking into that account that everyone just takes care of their own responsibilities. But obviously, once you're living in a house full of brothers and that, you're kind of responsible for one another. Yeah. And with that understanding, motherfuckers leave their dishes in the sink. <laughs> Facts. Leave yeah. the dishes in the fucking sink, you know. And then only piles up, piles up, and shit. That's not mine. No, that's not mine. And then that shit carries on. And what do you know? Okay, all right. Answer me this, Sal. When you see dishes and have to use dishes, do you just wash your plate and not everyone else's, <laughs> or do you do the whole stack? Oh, Which one are you, bro? I'm a petty motherfucker. I'm gonna do my. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna eat off this. I'm gonna clean it. I'm gonna put it back. And if I come back and it's dirty, then I'm just gonna clean it again and use it for myself. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna clean my fork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, all right. And then, what are some of the positives, brother, about living with all your mates? Some of the positives, it's like uh, the most simple thing is living with people that you like, love and respect. Mm. You know, I've got mad love for my brothers, bad respect. So, it just makes things so much easier, you know. As well as we're kind of all from the same boat, being from South Auckland, being <coughs> Polynesian, also being students, being away from our families. So we kind of share that same struggle. Their hardship together mm. And so we Kind of Knowing knowing that we're, we're all in it together We're all equally invested In each other's lives So obviously Everyone's equally as excited As I am to see Me walk across the stage As they would see themselves Mean Mean Do you think you're um, Often people say Surround yourself with um, With uh, People who have a good Work ethic Or a good aspect And you'll um, Innately End up picking that up uh, do you think living with these brothers? How long have you been? You followers been living together? Uh, this is our third year. Third Ooh. year, so three years. Yep. Three years of this close contact, bro. Do you think that you've picked up a few traits or tricks from them as, you know, the years have gone by? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, some some of the abilities of kind of just understanding that although those aren't. <laughs> As petty as I am, understanding that those aren't my fucking dishes. <laughs> when the job needs to be done, the job needs to be done. Get it done. So, like, we each take our turn, like, oh, fuck. And just clean the kitchen. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah. Who's, who's the... You don't have to call them out. <laughs> but if you want to, 
Who's the who's the clean freak? Who's the clean freak at the party? Oh, the clean freak. They. Well, the brothers were, were in and around the dons, so lucky they're not here anymore. So. <laughs> oh, was that them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so no one's here to really battle me on what I'm going to say, so I'm going to talk my talk. Uh, I'd say it was me. So I, I, you know, I kept my room clean, my uh, my surroundings clean, and because that was within my own control. Mm-hmm. And then the things that weren't, like the kitchen and communal spaces, I was always on everyone's ass. So I'd be the one to be like, yo, who the fuck left this plate in the, ki- who the fuck left the plate in the sink? Or like, oh, who's left over food then the chuck in the rubbish? Stuff like that. But then, um, you know, I was like, shit, I need to calm down. Like, who do I think I am? <laughs> who do I think I am? So I just kind of just chilled out and let everyone just, um, you know, do them. Mm. Okay, okay then, brother. Then who's the paru freak? Ah. Uh, <laughs> next question, next question. <laughs> All right, fair, 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 cool. No, that's cool. So you're like that. Would you say you're like the dad of the flat, bro, or is there someone else who like, who like has an innate care for you and your you and your brothers? I'd say we each take our turn in being that kind of person. Mm. Of, um, we're we're all still young. We're all still wanting to be immature. Still wanting to be dickheads, talk trash, and all of that. You know, just be free and stupid. And so we each take kind of that responsibility of having to be the smart one, quote unquote. Mean. Ah, oh, cool, bro. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Oh well, shout out to the brothers of uh, the brothers of seven, um, who have been together for three years. Can't wait to see you fellas walk the stage, um, along with you, bro. But we'll get to your mehi at the end of the episode. But for now, so you came to Waikato University with two other of your mates, and you ended up finding five more. Did you find them like, were you a hall student and you met them all at the halls, or did you just meet them through associations here? Yeah, so we stayed at the halls. Um, Brian Hall, White 3, you know how it is. Uh, so we stayed in <laughs> one of the pods, you know, the, the oh shit, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, that, nah, that, nah, we know, we've, we've oh. been in the halls before. Yeah, yeah, yeah White yeah. 3, alright, baby, yeah. White 3, <laughs> I was just too Rizzy in the pod. Yeah, yeah, so, so we were in the pod, so us three were in the pod, and one of the other brothers from Samoa were, were in the pod as well, so we got to know him, we got quite close since we're all Samoan. Uh. And so we built that brotherhood the whole year. We're at the halls, and we also had another Samoan brother that was staying on Y1. So we had that whole year of us all being um, young boys, all Samoan, all like striving to do better for ourselves and for our families. And so that kind of mutual understanding, you know, we, we grew closer and closer together. And so, yeah, we ended up just doing everything together, which built the brotherhood. And so the other two came along because, you know, they were from South Auckland as well. Um, didn't really meet them till a little bit later into the year, but we just heard some of the other South Auckland boys were out and about. Well, are too, you know. See some brothers from home, see them around. Um, how South Aucklanders are, just invite them over, come have a munch or come chill at ours, you know, mm. just, just all of that kind of relaxed, chill stuff, hang out, you know. Um, yeah, get togethers and stuff like that. And that's, that's what brought the brotherhood into us. Oh, yo, let's live together. Mm. Mean. And uh, uh, so, were you, were you a Rizzi in 2020? Yeah, yeah. Who's your RA that year? Uh, our RA that year was Kent. Yeah, shout out, shout out Kent, shout yeah. out Kent. That was my Rizzy V. That was my Rizzy. Ooh, yeah, he was he was a good man back then. He's Ooh. the man. But what, nah. Is he not now? No, nah, he his <laughs> was and will forever will be the man. Yeah, you put, know, put some yeah. respect on his name, bro. Shout out yeah. Kent. Um, but no, nah, brother, surely, surely you have some Y three stories because I know in my days our Y three kids, they were they were a bit funny. Some of them got deported. Um, <laughs> not calling so, out Uber, I know. Some of them broke the microwave. <laughs> 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 
some of them will jump out the window and hop across the outside ledges. <laughs> and and some of them in 2018 wrecks their food. <laughs> what the fuck? And on the couch. <laughs> Surely you got some Y3 stories, brother. Oh, fuck. You're making my ear sound like we were just some uh, innocent, well-behaved kids. Holy shit. <laughs> 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 shit, I don't know anything about us hopping ledges and that, but um, oh. nah, I don't really have any crazy stories like that. I'd probably just say that our floor would just do like um, fun things like spotlight at night, like um, down by the lake, stuff mm. like that. Go home, stay home, capture the flag. You know, just the, the, the party games that aren't really party games, just an excuse to be competitive. Yeah, yeah. 2020 oh. was COVID, yeah, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you just get to play stuff like um, social dis- social distancing? <laughs> <laughs> social distance assassins. <laughs> oh, we got to play the game, uh, sanitize your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Mask up, <laughs> tails down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I'm sorry for violating, bro. No, no, yep, yep, sweet. So you fellas still got to interact with good each old, other. Good old heads down, master, babe. Like a good game. Nah, good, nah, cool. So you fellas still got to um socialize. And being being in the halls in 2020 with the COVID, was that quite a different experience, or did you all just get along as usual? Yeah, that was a hella different experience because before that hit you know we had all of the students that were actually residents at the halls mm. and so um we were all young students just having fun and you know all of that mutual understanding and then lockdown hit and all of them went back home but me and the brothers decided to stay at the halls so there were five of us that stayed at the halls and um a lot of the international students who weren't able to go home ended up coming over to our hall <coughs> so that was Hella different from like having a lot of people that were young like us and you know mutual understandings and stuff to a lot of the international students, which mm. made things just different. Yeah, but they um Kahirongi really hooked it up for us since you know they had all these food uh, ready and that for for the mass numbers and stuff like that, uh, and they were all gone. We got to eat as much as we wanted. Oh, that's oh, mean. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. That's actually a good what a, what a mean handoff. Mm. Well, um, just. Just before we jump onto anything else, um, our, our <laughs> co-host was uh, he couldn't contain his laughter. Sorry, like he was he was talking about a really intense thing. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, we're cracking up. So Brother, you had seen all, uh, you said something. It wasn't even like funny at all either. It was um, all the students that were living there were resis, and I just couldn't. I don't know why. I don't know why. My bad. Sorry, I just had to clarify just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no fair, no. fair, fair. Good, good, good call. Good call. Sorry, oh, Bravo. If you've no, uh, at majority, 90% of the podcast we do, I'm over here dying. Yeah, so sorry, my, G, my bad. And um, I'm just going to hand it over to Harley. Yeah. Because i got to go do something. All right, sweet brother. So we're going to catch you with some quick fire, quick fire, yay or nays. Are you familiar with the game Smash or Pass? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> is this gonna go against anything that you you got going, bro? Because I d- I did mention you. I did hear we can cut this out if you want. I did hear you say earlier that you wanted you were meeting up with someone later. <laughs> <laughs> is that gonna is that gonna affect this at all? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. No, I was meeting up with some some of the lads to play some basketball. That's what I meant. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet, 100%, 100%. Sweet. Well, we're not gonna play that game anyway. Um. <laughs> This man's just sitting me up. <laughs> no, He's no, sitting me no, up. No, no, no. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna hit you with some yay or nays, bro. Yay or nays. Just some typical social experiments for you, bro. Pineapple on pizza. 
Yeah, of course. Oh, yay. All right, sweet. Pickles and a burger. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. Um, scuffs with no socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean, mean. Um, shoes with no socks. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, fruit, cooked fruit. Oh, hell no. Cooked fruit. Cooked fruit. Like applesauce. Oh. oh. Potentially. 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 All right, okay. Shit, I'm making up my own rules, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right. Bunda. Yay. <laughs> the Yay. jiggle back. The t- <laughs> Run the clip. <laughs> Run the- um, okay, uh, we'll go volleyball. Yay. Yay, and you're quite the volleyball man, aren't you, brother? Oh, I'm trash, but I try and look good while doing it, at least. <laughs> nice, very nice. Um, we Before we rocked up to grab you, you were engaging in a game of volleyball, bro. Uh, what's your background in that particular sport? Because I hear around the uni that you're quite the gun, bro. Oh, well, uh, well they say rumours spread faster than the truth, so quite the gun is a bit of an <laughs> overestimation of my ability. <laughs> um, I'd say the best thing I am good at at volleyball is standing on the side talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, everyone's pretty good at doing this shit now, oh, No better than me, mate. You know, I've been standing on the side for so long. I'm pretty pretty good at it. I'm ready to start coaching now. Uh, nice, nice, nice. The volleyball shit talk is on, bro, on, bro. We're going to carry on with this day or nay because I actually quite like it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Main. So we're going to catch it on to Keishan, um, and he's going to start it off because I'm mind blank. Yay or nay, RTDs. Oh. Yay. Ooh. Okay, respectable at least. All right, um, Cody's. Nay. Yeah, okay, good, okay. Man, good man, good man. Smear of Ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yay? That's yay. a yay? All right, the, o- the OG starters, yeah. Cruisers. Yay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, even the cameraman <laughs> was like, ooh. Ranui over there stumbled, unreal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Top shelf, yeah, n- yay or nay? Nay. What? Oh, okay. you got to tell us why. Why is Top Shelf a nay? <sighs> you know, I'm t- I'll just admit it. You know, I'm not that much of a drinker. I'm a bit of a lightweight. Oh, res- yeah, yeah. Respectable. Yeah. Respectable. Cool. Two peas in a pod. Or in this case, three peas in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, three peas in a two. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. What was the, um? You you do drink though, yeah? Oh, yeah, of course. What was your first experience drinking, bro? So do I have to do like the appropriate one or? Uh, the, you the, can do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever brother. you want, bro. Oh, what about the little shit ones yep, we used to steal from the aunties and uncles? <laughs> <laughs> i got a story for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Oh, we so trading, man. back, I was like, auntie, oh, please. I hope this is the episode you start listening on. Um, my auntie, beautifulest auntie ever. She used to look after me and feed me and just shut me all this stuff. But when I was 15, I went to my first party my first ever party with the bro Matthias who I'm hoping to get on this podcast later um, and I had no alcohol obviously I'm, six, I'm 15 mum and dad won't buy it for me um, and her shed was always unlocked mm. and she lived down in one of the hood streets but it was like a nice house so she didn't care because she was mouldy and knew everybody in that street anyway so she left her shed unlocked so I'd go in it and um, go, in their, go in their fridge and next to it was like a box of wine, and then in the fridge were RTDs. Now, here's why I got away with it. She can't hear too well. Um, <laughs> she's pretty deaf. So, <laughs> and the shed door is quite loud. So whenever I'm opening it, I'm confident that she wouldn't wake up. And uh, she never did. She never did, and I got away with about four drinks and a bottle of wine that I eventually returned. 
Um, Empty? No, no, full. That's oh. how big nut it was. Though. I had enough confidence to return the stuff I took. Um, but yeah, thank you, Auntie, for that. Uh, I'll pay you back later. Um, you, my bro, what's your what's your first drinking experience? Oh, my first drinking experience. Um, shit, no, my parents won't even see this. I might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my cousins and uh, that used to have a drink up and you know, little parties and stuff, and I'd be you know a little little excited kid running around and that, not wanting to go to bed. And while everyone was getting you know shit faced and that, I just see a couple of you know cans on the side. You know, that's why I fuck with smell of ice because that's the easiest shit to steal. Yes, mm. yes, yes. You know, people don't really realize they're gone missing, but so I see it. Grab a couple, hide it in my drawer. Then the next day, drink it. And oh, this is all good. Still in primary school at the time. <laughs> so uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> not gonna brush past wait, it like you didn't just say primary school. Primary school. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look here, uh, <laughs> uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's Ooh. all I gotta say. So you're, we have a well-experienced five-finger discounter over here. Oh. <laughs> are you still up to those antics, brother? Are you still a five-finger discounter when the bevies are high? Oh, no, no, no. You know, I, I got my own money now. I can be buying my shit. I'm legal, so I, I, you know, don't need to be doing any of that things anymore. He's got oh. bags, brother. He's, He's got bags. bags. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's the one. That's the one. Nah, cool, bro. Cool, bro. And to finish off the yay or nay. And this one's quite a controversial one, my brother. Oh. Oh no, you go. It's not a yeah or nay, brother. It's a this or that, my bro. Are you ready for it? Fucking no. My bro, lay it out to us, brother. Ass or titties, brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which one? Oh. <coughs> Can I take the high road and say personality? Oh. <laughs> and that's what we want, That's Manu. why. That's why he's almost graduated, because <laughs> he thinks outside the box. There we go. Nah, nice, brother. Cool. Oh, cool. Respect, cool. Bro. Respect, bro. Kayshan, what do you got for him, bro? No, no, no. I was going to pass it back over to you because didn't you, you had a yay on A on mine? Oh, I did have a yay on A on mine. Um, and that was it, bro. Ah. Yeah, so you, you took my thunder. So yay on and A. And shot lightning. Personality. Yeah. And talking about personality, bro, usually when you want to start a podcast, you have to have a little bit of personality. Mm. Sadly, I don't. But I know <laughs> you do. And you were talking to me earlier this year that you were really interested in starting a podcast. Ooh. And um and you're really interested in a certain topic, which is to do with mental health and male health. Could you please break it down? Yeah, so um I was thinking, you know, because it was the rise of podcasts and everyone's doing podcasts, listening to that, and it was what it was. Uh one thing I wanted to do, because me and the brothers would do uh Talano sessions, which is basically just uh kind of like DMCs. If you want to deep meaningful conversations, it's like easiest way to kind of break it down. DMCs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were having a lot of those, and we realized the kind of impact it could have on um, the kind of masculinity of a guy. Mm. You know, we kind of redefined the term, and for each person to make it their own. And so we saw the the kind of importance in people being able to do that, especially our brothers. You know, that because that changes a lot of narratives for them. And so uh, I just wanted the platform to be able to, for us who are more comfortable in sharing and kind of out there. And uh, like you said, you need personalities. Um, these these couple of brothers, 
some big personalities gotta love them for that and so you know having that platform as well as those personalities with the topic of men's mental health and us kind of being um just just out on the show front um with it and kind of just putting out that vulnerability as well as exploring topics like that and kind of breaking things down so i just saw like a lot of um importance and potential of what could be done if that was to come about Mm, mean bro um i think I think Steve Harvey said it best, bro. In order to be successful, you have to go through a certain number of things that make you uncomfortable. Um, and to have that vulnerability be one of them to um, get to a place where we can talk our minds, um, you know, in a safe space. Not too sure if this is the safest <laughs> space, but um, I like to think <laughs> I like to think that um, you would say that, bro. Um, so, yeah. Kia ora, when it, and you did mention um, masculinity and mental health, bro. Um, does that have a deep meaning for you um, in this instance, bro? Yeah, for sure. Because um, originally I thought like masculinity was, you know, the kind of what what kind of people did see it uh, a little while ago. It was always staying staunch, uh, being strong, being able to handle your shit without getting rocked or knocked down. Mm. Being able to handle it on your own as well. So I had those thoughts in my head. Until I came to the realization that you can only get so far by yourself, and so um, I didn't have too many males in my life mm. since I was uh, raised in and around by women, and so those kind of topics and stuff were kind of hard for me to bring up and bring out. So my emotions was kind of locked in. So uh, I did struggle a lot with um, kind of opening it up and embracing it all. So then. Like all of those struggles that I went through and then finally coming out of it into the, the understanding that I have today is something that I want to kind of um, push on to others mm. and kind of just try and get others to kind of open their eyes and bring attention towards. Mm. Mean, bro, mean. Um, I've, got a, I've got an out of the question, bro, to do with um, the wiring of the male view. Um, socially, bro, do you do you, you understand the concept of chivalry? Is you quite a chivalrous gent yourself? Do you believe chivalry is dying? Uh, yeah, I do believe chivalry is dying, and I don't think that that's too much of a bad thing, to be honest. Oh, okay. Why? I just think that the kind of chivalry and the era that it was relevant around was kind of when um, the kind of gender roles were more kind of um, broadly defined. Yes. Mm. So then those were already set in place and those things weren't really kind of um, talked about. So obviously with the um, rise of feminism and kind of the fall of misogyny, which is is good, um, you get to see more of these females and males take roles that traditionally they wouldn't have been able to in terms of kind of speaking about your emotions, leaning on others, and um, women being in power. I, um, I had a, I had a corridor with this beautiful wahine, beautiful wahine of the university. Um, I won't name her, not because I don't want to, but because I can't remember her name. Um, <laughs> <You're a shit-coming. laughs> um, um, but we had a corridor about um, chivalry nowadays being a form of perhaps, um, uh, what's it called? What was the word you just used? Um, it's not toxic masculinity. Misogyny? It's misogyny, bro. Oh. Of chivalry being a form of um, misogyny in that, um, let's take an example, like a gentleman holding a door open, right? Mm-hmm. Um, usually it'd be seen like, oh, yep, that's a kind gentleman holding the door open for, for a woman or for whatever gender is walking through. But now um, there is a view that that is seen that um, it is belittling um, of a woman or anyone else of that gender and saying that you can't open the door yourself. Would you agree with that, bro? 
Or what's your fakara around that? I don't want to actually trap you into a into an answer that you don't want to say. So what's your what's your thoughts around that? You've already yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say I disagree with that statement. I think that maybe that's a bit too prideful to kind of say, like, oh, I can hold the door open for myself. It's not like they're doing that act because you couldn't. It's just to make things easier for other people. Kind of like the whole pay it forward. Mm. You know what it is? Mm. It's just a little gesture. It doesn't mean too much. There's no real kind of ill uh, intentions behind it, or I hope, besides just holding the door open so that the next person gets through. Simple as that. Mm. Mm. And, and it is that simple, I think. I agree too. Crave any uh, any fakado on that side of the of the two dudua? I feel See very I enlightened because, to be honest, I'm not really focusing on what they're saying, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just understanding how beautiful the content is and listening to how wise our, our colleague here is because he's he's trying to identify issues that um are not really communicated well. Well, well, for context, bro, just so you can engage in the conversation, um, there was a program. There was a program where an actor, uh, so let's say, a teacher, um, asked some male students to stand up um, to give their seats to some women who were standing up, mm. and the women were like, "Nah, like if we want that chair, we can ask for it ourselves." Like, do you think we can't do that for ourselves? Is that why you're doing it? Blah blah yada yada yada. And so the idea of chivalry, um, at least socially. Is believed to slightly have changed to being a positive thing to a negative thing. It's it is a very expansive and difficult topic to approach, and like no matter what nuance you take, it's it's going to be seen as wrong regardless on who you're talking to. So it's very it's very difficult to approach chivalry and whether or not it is appropriate or not in this context. If, firstly, you really have to ask what does the person think chivalry is, mm. and then from there you break it down. So you can see what aligns with your uh, each other's perspectives and what doesn't. But yeah, wow, what a very interesting topic. Mm. Which which I think links back, at least in part, to the mental health corridor that you were talking about because it's hard to navigate for for some men now. Um, not all. I'm just saying in my experience that it might have been hard to navigate this kind of socially acceptable world where. Um, other the brothers might be belittled or for doing something or for not doing something um and actually that brings me to my next question bro for those going through mental health brother um what's what are the what are some advice for you from you there <laughs> that's the question that i'd usually ask at the end but whatever what's some advice um that you would give to our brothers or anybody struggling through those you know those tough times or wanting um i so it's a bit of a bit of sunshine my bro Oh, a bit of sunshine, eh? Um, damn, that's kind of difficult to ask because, like, there's so many things that could be said, mm. but then again, that would only apply to a certain audience. Like, you could just say, oh, take your me time and, like, look after yourself or go out for walks, um, eat some good food, go hang out with your friends. But then sometimes people aren't in the mental space to where they're able to do those things. Mm. Um, so I, I can't really give Sorry mate I can't really give any solid piece of advice Into kind of dealing with it um, Usually I just go off by what I would do mm-hmm. um, but, And what I would do would just be If I'm like having a tough time um, I'll probably just call my mum there's, there's times where I just call my mum And I talk and she's like Oh hey what's wrong And obviously I don't want to worry her So I'm just like oh, no it's all good So it's just having that little conversation with my mum um, Helps me a bit There's also just um 
playing some basketball you know that physical activity just to kind of try and move myself from inside my head you know being constantly there to just being out on the court mm. as well as just um we, we call it fat boy season you know how this <laughs> is when you just go hundies on junk food and uber eats and all that yes killed up yeah yeah the backbone the backbone of society today oh, The pork yeah. bone of oh. society brother and Do you know what else is called pork bone? I just want to ask you brother What got you so interested in mental health? Do you have issues with mental health yourself? Or do you know individuals that have struggled with mental health? Or do you plan on working in that particular sector? Uh, one of the greatest things that got me into mental health Was me struggling with it once upon a time mm. And then coming out through it and seeing some of the brothers going through it and me not really being able to pick up on it until like, you know, I was looking at it in hindsight and being able to help uh, after coming to the realisation. So a lot of those things kind of um, like set that imprint in me of, of to be more aware and to be more passionate and I'm more confident in myself and kind of um, assured so that I feel like that I could use that kind of confidence and um, self-assuredness. I think that's a word. I hope mm. that's a word. It um, is now, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Quote me. Um, <laughs> Reference me. <laughs> to, to, to help others as well. Um, I also had someone very important in my life who... Um, I can't go into too much detail. Of but basically, yeah. Someone very important in my life who was that idea of the typical man... Um, couldn't really talk on any emotions and stuff And so I found out some things young That I didn't quite understand But it just always was with me And then um, after some other things happened And then looking once I got older And all of this new knowledge I came into um, Looking at it all in hindsight Just really, really hurt me uh, I, Because of me Like kind of understanding that that's what they were going through And it was really hard and it was really deep And they were alone and all of that and just realizing that like years 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 after and so that that just really um hit and so i've just been wanting to try and make these little imprints here and there and just kind of um you know lay the seeds one step at a time eh? is that the go yeah mm. my brother and then um, i just want to take it back a step because you were saying previously that you grew up in a female dominated house and um i just want to ask like because you had many siblings and that are female and you grow up with a mother in that. I just want to ask you, my bro, what are some like um, observations that you've had over that time that you or that general people wouldn't be able to understand? General males, more like. So, like, what are some female traits that we wouldn't understand that um, the average male wouldn't notice? Ooh, oh, that's kind of tough to answer because that'd be from like the outside looking in. But I've just always been on the inside. Mm. If, if you get me, um, I guess one thing could be um, mood swings which which is kind of generalized and um, obviously everyone's kind of aware of it aware of it but I'd say the kind of um, the things that come with mood swings the, that can affect it how it's affected um, how long it can be there or how to settle it or like kind of reading the space of when to do something when not to do something you know it's like knowing what to say and knowing when to shut the fuck up Mm. Goes back to that Words are expensive yeah. Unreal Nah cool bro cool um, I want a lot in the mood now bro um, you, When we talked about where you're from South Auckland right Mangere, eh? yep. You yep. said the number's 275 We hear a lot of that We hear a lot of numbers going on bro Like um, 
uh, our brother AJ, 827? Yep. 827, I can't remember where that, what number that is, but what's the what's the deal with the numbers, bro? A lot of our Pacific Gofano relate these numbers to where they're from or grew up, and we, as Māori, have no fucking idea what that means, bro. <laughs> At least not us two. Uh, um, a lot of people thought it was the postcode, but I'm pretty sure the postcode for uh, Māori is like 2024, so uh, 275 was, you know, back in the day, the landlines. Yeah. You know, a lot, oh. a lot, a lot of the... A lot of youngins probably too, too too young to know about that. You know the little landlines, but yeah, to to reach anyone in uh, Mangere, it was two seven five before you put the rest of the number. Yeah, yeah. So that that's where two seven five came from, to my understanding. So so my hometown, bro, is three six eight. Would that mean? Would that mean I'd shout out the three six eight? Brother, that's on you if you want to rip that. Well, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't sound as cool as two seven five. That sounds like. I'm in a suburban, <laughs> a suburban like community. Yo, the three six eight. Let's go get us a, a risotto. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, bro. It sounds yuck. <laughs> no, no, no dog, no dogging to my living vano. Just yo. All risottos. All risottos. Gotta love a good risotto, especially if it's from living. Um, what's your, what's your prefix, bro? That's the does Nui, do Tomara Nui have landlines or? <laughs> so we're just gonna continue on on, on that. We're just gonna we're gonna accept that happen. We're gonna ignore it. That's what we're gonna do. No, honest. So, what's the prefix that you would rip from Tomaroni? If I be honest, I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh. Shout out to the single lane traffic lights. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting shit on this episode. <laughs> Fucking fuck the risotto lane of the bed. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what, bro? I'm gonna fucking avoid the women. <laughs> you can't, brother. At least not yet. <laughs> I'll try my hardest. And do you know what else I'm gonna try my hardest in? What? And asking the bro here, what do you study here at university, yes. brother? I study political science and sociology. And what got you interested in those topics? Ooh, I recently discussed this, but what recently got me interested in political science is obviously politicians talk heaps of shit, basically. Mm. And it's all justified because they're politicians, quote unquote. Um, and, you know, I love talking shit. I love running my mouth. Obviously, just only to the boys, though, because, <laughs> you know, there's, there's all love there. And yes. they, get, they get annoyed of it, but I was like, shit, that's a justified shit talker. <laughs> Let me get into Certified, this. Certified, mother. Yeah, let me let me get into this. This is all justifiable, you know? Mean. And then sociology um, kind of runs to my understanding of wanting to be more relatable or uh, work <coughs> more hand-in-hand hand with my empathy. Yep. So being able to kind of understand society and people and how we've progressed and where we are now and where we're trying to move. Mm. Cool, bro. Mean, brother. Uh, so... Um, if you were to, if you were to get into a political position that gave you some sort of mana, bro, mm-hmm. um, where would you like that to be? Oh, that's that's quite tough. Because there's local politics, and uh, then there's um, like obviously your big parliament, big parliament things. Um, or would it would it just be like a nice humble community? Yeah. Um, Quite quite ambitious of myself, but I'd like to kind of start at the Beehive. Ooh, mm. yeah. So so work there for a couple of years, get some experience, mean, and then take what I've learned and go kind of try and 
um, implement it in my own community. So go work in uh, local. And then from there I go, um, I've been wanting to go overseas because I don't know. I've, I just always wanted that OE of being overseas and seeing what I can do over there with what I've, um, all the tools I've, I've got with myself at that point in stage of my life. Mm, me. My brother, what's the everlasting impact that you want to have on your community? Ooh. Everlasting impact would be that you don't have. Oh shit, this is actually pretty tough. Um, you can be you in situations where people told you that you shouldn't be. Mm. Like um, yes, you know, I've 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 been in some places where you've had to kind of dress a certain way and speak a certain way, which I can. Um, but you know, being where I'm from, I, I love to have that on me. Like uh, kind of people understand that I'm I'm from there, by the way I dress or the way I talk in any way, shape or form, and so I, I've wanted to take that representation into other places where you know that's kind of shied away from. Mm. Nah, I mean, bro, cool, cool. Wow, very enlightening to see how how interesting you are as a character and how you're going to expand off into impacting your community my bro thank you very much for enlightening us with that um my bro we're just going to um <clears throat> we're just going to carry on we're going to work outside of uni what are some other passions beside um volleyball and basketball and men's mental health that you're interested in what are some other things oh i'd say the next thing after all of those would be probably anime oh anime anime Oh, surely, brother. you got to give us your top five list of what anime you like. Fuck, I need a dictionary to understand all this shit. Go (laughs) hard, bro. Go on. Top five. Uh, One Piece definitely has to be... The One Piece. Is the One Piece real? The One Piece is fucking real. Yeah. The One Piece is fucking real. (laughs) Uh, Second has to be Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood. Mm. For sure. You know, the philosophy in that is crazy. Mm. As well as their take on religion. Fuck, it's amazing. Um, Third... Oh, third's third's definitely Hunter X Hunter. Ooh. Yeah, you you know usually people don't pronounce the X. Yeah. But I always pronounce the X. Eh? I feel like that's an OG thing to do. To pronounce the X. Yeah, so Hunter Hunter is definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Although it's not even finished yet, and it's, it's still up there for me and for a lot of other people. So that talks volumes. Uh, four is Fairy Tale. Just because of the, have you watch Fairy Tale? No, I've never heard of Fairy Tale. Damn. It's, yeah, yeah. Has a cameraman heard of Fairy Tale? The cameraman. Oh, that's yeah. a nod for years. Yeah, yeah. The cameraman fucks with Fairy Tale. <laughs> <laughs> so Fairy Tale is just one of those feel-good, happy animes. Obviously, it's not too good when you're looking at it critically, but when you're just there to like have fun and get involved, it's there. Mm. Yeah. So, so that's definitely top tier. And then what's your five? Five. I'd have to say it's uh, World Trigger. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a low, low-key one. Not not too many people have heard of it, but it, but World Triggers is crazy, mm. crazy good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. World Trigger. Okay, and now my bro, I'm just gonna me and my colleague here are gonna little list off some anime, some basic ones, and, All right, and then some <laughs> detailed ones, and then we want you to say the first word that comes to mind once you say the anime. You all right with that? Oh, this is a trap. This is a trap. Can <laughs> I, I ask you started? Um, can I count like? Yes, the basic, basic ones. Okay, can I count movies too? Ooh, or does no. that be anime that series? Anime. Okay, okay, sweet. Okay, so you ready? You ready? You start. Fuck. Um, I don't know. Okay, fucking he, he sucks. I'll start. Naruto. Ah, damn it. Ninja. Is One Punch Man an anime? Yeah. yeah, yeah. One Punch Man. Uh, 100 push-ups. My Hero Academia. Oh, fuck. 
cringe community. <laughs> um, please don't hurt me. Uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, gruesome. Gruesome. Oh, yes, yes, I got one now. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Boma. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Blood, have you seen Blood Sea? Nah. Okay. Bro, if you think Attack on Titan is gruesome, bro, watch Blood Sea. That's the only anime I know. Blood Sea. Not Naruto, the first one. Naruto Shippuden. Oh, goaded openings. Okay. Berserker? Berserk. Oh, is that Guts? Official sure Guts. Is that the main character of Berserk? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haiku. Oh, Ranga. Um... Um, I'm, 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 I'm accessing my library collection right now because we have all of those anime and hard copy. Want me to carry? Yeah. Seven Daily Sons. Oh, dang it. Oh, fall off. Fall off. Oh, uh, yeah. Season one was just too amazing for them to follow up with that shit. And finally, High School XD. <laughs> Roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Now my brother, as we usually do here on 2-2-Do, we usually give our gifts. And um, just thank you to the staff at the Union at the Dawn for us being able to give you a lovely burger, my brother. So here you go. Appreciate it, brothers. Appreciate, appreciate the brothers. That, that burger, which is the Dawn burger. Is that the Dawn burger? Yeah, the Dawn burger killed her. The nod of approval from the top chef. <laughs> okay, and while you're munching that down, I think we're going to whack into our wind-up, bro. Um, so this is the... Uh, not yet. Not yet. We got. Not yet. Last thing. We're almost. All right. Last thing. So hold up. Crave to cut. Give it a bite. Give it a bite. Crave to cut here. Give it a bite. And while um he's giving it a bite, um we'd like to take this time to uh, to do a bit of advertising. Give it a for, screen. for <clears throat> for absolutely nobody because we don't give away free advertising here unless. It's from people who provide. So, uh, to the uh, the Don Fano, uh, thank you for having us and for providing us with this very delicious kai. As you can see, bro, can you turn the camera straight on to Crave and zoom in if you can? Do you know how to zoom? Yeah, of course you do. Mm. This fella not only is eating his pickles, but he's eating it with no buns, mm. no buns, and two leaves of lettuce. And if you can give us a bit of ASMR, Crave. So yeah, shout out to the Don. Shout out to the Don. How's that burger going for you, bro? Mm. <laughs> yep. No, no, take your time. Very good. Take mm. your time, bro. Take your time. That's a good one, my bro. Um, well, while these fellas are chowing down, um, I thought we'd. I think this would be a good time to know that we are nearing the end of our very first season of Two Two Do. Uh, this will be episode number twenty, and um, as and the next couple of episodes. Uh, we're going to have some wonder people on So highly recommend that you jump on and listen to that one And also take the time to listen to this brother's fine corridor right here Alright, get on, But back to the content um, Crave, uh, you've got something You've got the one thing that you wanted to talk about And then we'll wrap it up Much like that lettuce around that meat That you're just leaving behind all lonely um, <laughs> Fuck you, you have an attitude to Hey brother don't, don't talk with your mouthful. <coughs> yeah, exactly. <coughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, my bro, what do you see in yourself in the next 10 years? Mm. Where do you see yourself? What's the impact that you want to have, like, to yourself and to your friends around you? 
obviously. Sorry, my bad. Can you continue on with what you're saying? <laughs> it was the fact that you could barely hear what you said that made it crack up. <laughs> oh, sorry, brother. Go hard. How? Do, where do you see yourself in the next uh, ten toe, bro? Ten years. Next ten years. Uh I don't really see a specific um, place in mind. I just see myself being uh, contempt and happy. Mm. That, that's that's about it. Is that the main things for you to be content and happy with your life and what you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, so much that could happen. I mean, you know, I'm pretty firm believer that tomorrow is never promised. Mm. So I don't worry too much about the what ifs or the what could be's. Uh, so as long as I'm kind of contempt and happy with everything. Then uh, I, th- I think that's an okay way to live, mm. personally. The what wills and what cans. Come by, mean. Thank you, Stanley, for all that. We really do appreciate what you just told us here today. Um, and now, just as good as listening to you, Harley Fatiha, can you please explain to those that don't know what is the round down? Okay, so the round down <laughs> or the round up <laughs> or the wind up, as people would like to call it, um, consists of a few questions, my bro, for you. They're just quick fire as um, just to get your opinion on some random things. And the first one, bro, is what is a dream location that you would one day like to travel to? Oh, Samoa. Ooh. Oh, lovely. The lovely islands of Samoa. The motherland. Kapai, kapai. Samoa yeah. forever. And the next part time, my bro, what is your favorite game? Could be a sport, could be a video game, could be a card game, whatever. Favourite game? Uh, basketball. Basketball. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Question number three. Um, if you had any advice for anybody out there, no matter what mahi they do, um, what is your, what corridor would you give them to help them succeed to the fullest of their abilities? Oh, the easiest one is definitely take care of yourself before you take care of others. Mm, mm. Part-time number four. Any shout-outs that you have out there for any people, any of your mates, your whanau, anyone? Uh, just the brothers of a new life. Mm. Yeah, all those that get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> mean, bro. Bit of, bit of hidden context there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That was very, that was very um, talking. Yeah, love that, love that. And uh, just any any words, any words at all for anybody out there, bro? Uh, I'd just like to thank the two co-hosts for having me here today. It's been an honour and a privilege to be here and having the yarn with you both. The honour is ours, bro. Appreciate you having me. Wow. Mean. Well, Mr. Pitihira, although this was very impromptu to anyone listening, if you couldn't tell, we did fuck all research because we just stepped them on the shoulder about two hours ago. Um... <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank my you. Bro. Thank you, Sterling. Fuck you, Harvey. And thank you, Danui, our, our impromptu cameraman. Yeah, our impromptu cameraman in place of Steen, who's currently overseas. Yeah. So kill on my brother. <clears throat> thank you very much, my bro, for doing the hard mahi, doing the hard yards, my bro. So yeah, I, I really appreciate this. This is a first experience in the pub mm. to, to be able to record and really do love the kai. Mm. Recommended six dollar burgers. 
Mm. And um, you can have them without buns, just so you know. You're all with buns, up to you. Up to you. Up to you. No, no prejudice. Mm. Yeah, so I'm fucking happy with this. Yes. Are you happy with this? I'm happy. Are yes. you happy with this, my bro? Oh, I'm happy with this. Ranui, are you happy with it? Good, he's fucking happy with it. Well, my bro, I'm Crave. That's fine. That's Ranui. Here's our guest, Sterling. And to the old Wakabawa Kautina. Tina. Homie, we are. Amen.